You're listening to the official podcast of the Libertarian Party of Georgia. Learn about local issues, meet candidates, and find out what we're doing to bring more options to Georgia voters. Hey, everybody. Um, Welcome to the Georgia Liberty Cast. My name is Ryan Graham, and uh, I'm the vice chairman of the Libertarian Party of Georgia. First off, I'd really like to apologize for the long wait between podcasts. Uh, We're currently trying to get a bit more regular on these things, but uh, to get the information that all you want, uh, all of you guys might want. Um, And that being said, the feedback that we got was especially good on getting more shorter episodes out, and specifically episodes about policy issues in Georgia. And with the 2019 Georgia legislative session all set to start on Monday, I thought it was a pretty good time to go over some of the bills that have been pre-filed. Specifically, I'd like to go over three bills pre-filed by a state house rep who gets a pretty bad rap by the establishment for being a little too libertarian. He's known to the media as the state legislator who votes no more than any other, and he does so because of his belief in small government and accountability. In fact, he was the only state legislator to vote against the appropriations bill during the recent special session to provide funds for hurricane disaster relief. In doing so, he cited additional spending attached to the bill uh, to the tune of $40 million that were essentially subsidies and handouts for unrelated economic development projects. Representative Gertler recently ran for re-election in House District 8 up in North Georgia, where he was primaried by a candidate backed by House Speaker David Ralston and even Governor Nathan Deal. They both made personal visits to campaign against Gertler, but he survived the challenge and looks to make waves in 2019. Um, I've been in talks with other representatives that Gertler's bills, and, and basically what, what people are saying is that Gertler's bills are all dead on arrival and that we shouldn't look for him to sponsor much. So essentially what they're saying is that if you try to be a Republican with too many libertarian ideas, they're going to blackball you. Um, so there's all these Republicans that come out there and say li- libertarians just need to fall in line and work within the Republican Party. You need to take a look at Representative Gertler in Georgia and keep on looking and seeing what is about, you know, what happens with him. Anyway, we came here to talk about bills, so we will. He's uh, pre-filed, a tri- uh, pre-filed a trio of bills that all look wonderful from a libertarian perspective. We always get a bad rap for being too negative, so I wanted to kind of come out the gate with um, some positive uh, bills and, and let you guys know that there is some positivity uh, in the Libertarian Party, specifically towards um, some of these great libertarian bills that have come through. Uh, the first bill that I want to talk about is HB2, and it is one that has already made some national waves and has talked about quite a bit locally. Um, and it's a constitutional carry bill. Now, I know that generally we don't like that term because it sort of begs the question, why do we need a bill if it just backs up the Constitution? Unfortunately, that's not the way our state law works. And unfortunately, we need more bills like this to go in and protect people uh, and protect their rights. So the bill would essentially eliminate... Not essentially. The bill would eliminate the requirement to get a permit for concealed carry in the state of Georgia. So you could carry around uh, a weapon of your choice and you would not need any license whatsoever. At first glance, this looks like a great bill. Something Republicans and Libertarians alike should really be rallying around as far as the Second Amendment is concerned. 
the Constitution does not require permission to bear arms. It assures us of that right. And licenses are just a means to collect revenue and limit our natural rights. Well, Speaker Ralston has already gone on the record saying he doesn't think there's an appetite to consider such a bill. He then claimed that the folks in his district have not expressed interest in such a policy. He even went further on to say that he's only heard two people ever bring it up, that they need it. Now, I think there might be a difference here. He's in North Georgia, like far North Georgia, and he was referencing people who ride around with guns in the back of their pickup trucks. I would... I would venture to guess there are a lot of people that are unlicensed already up there um, and that that's just not as much of an issue. <clears throat> and that's why he's not hearing about it. But in urban areas um, where there's more people and the police are, you know, looking out for there, there's less community policing going on. Um, I think it definitely is an issue. So the bill is about reaffirming those Second Amendment constitutional rights um, to not consider it at all essentially is is him turning his back on constitutional protections uh, and the platform of the Republican Party, frankly. You know, they come out and they say that they're pro-Second Amendment all day, every day. Uh, and this, you know, they got to put up or shut up. And they, when they're putting forth bills like this and he's saying they're not even going to consider it, I don't know how they can say they're trying to protect the Second Amendment. And it just goes to prove that the Libertarian Party is the only party looking out for all your freedoms all the time. The second bill that he filed is HB3. It's entitled Excise Tax, Certain Tax on Innkeepers, Repeal. And it's short and sweet. It removes Title 48, Chapter 13, Article 3 in its entirety from the Georgia Code. That particular section of code is a tax on innkeepers, so hotels, motels, um, in the amount of $5 per night for each customer. The revenue from these taxes, a.k.a. theft, is then to be used exclusively for transportation projects. Now, I don't know how often it's used exclusively for transportation projects, but um, either way, you know, we, we all know that taxation is not a good, um, is, is not a good idea. And um, where, in general, in government, what you see is their carve-outs, right, exceptions. These are the types of tax cuts we actually want to see. The entire tax is eliminated straight, eliminated straight out of the books, not carving out exceptions, just removing it. It's it's a really simple paragraph that says, you're just going to take this section of the Georgia Code out. Uh, the third and final bill, pre-filed by Representative Gertler, is HB4, and it's entitled, General Assembly, General Appropriations Bills Be Voted Upon Separately by Each Chamber by Department Budget Unit Require. <laughs> you got to love these names, though. So informative, so descriptive. The bill essentially requires that each section of an appropriations bill be voted on separately, resolving the problem in a special session that he had on the appropriations bill that he got a lot of flack for being the only no, where if someone were to disagree with part of the bill, then they might not have to vote for the parts that they don't like, but they could vote for all the parts that they felt were important. It lays out, um, basically what it does is it says that each department budget unit which are explicitly laid out, will be voted on explicitly. There's uh, 49 different uh, budget units, so I don't want to read them all, but they're all listed out in the bill. Uh, it then goes on to say, if any specific budget unit's budget doesn't get approved, it'll be reduced by 1% and voted on again. If it still fails, it, it'll go back to the Appropriations Committee, 
and they can hash out what differences they need to make and they can put forth another uh, portion of the appropriations bill. This is an awesome bill. Uh, we libertarians should love this kind of stuff. It blocks people from filling these bills with pork. Uh, each legislator is, is so much better equipped to hold folks accountable to particular parts of a budget without ruining the whole thing. I mean, you take a look at what's happening in our federal government today, and you see why this is so important. The, you know, not the entire. Non-essential workers are, are completely being, uh, cut out of the government right now, and, and there's all these, uh, there's all these programs that people really feel are important, and I know we have our own problems with them, but, um, they're getting basically cut out because of one little tiny slice of the budget. Um, if they were voting on each of these things separately, then you wouldn't have this issue of people holding up an entire appropriations bill for more spending, which is what is happening on the federal level right now. And so I'm going to be super honest. I'd love to see every single one of these bills considered and passed in Georgia. I think they'd go a long way in giving Georgians more freedom and allowing small government legislators the ability to hold their fellow legislators accountable. Um, which is exactly what we need more of. I think Georgia Republicans in power have very much proven that they are not small government and they need to be kept in check. From what I've heard, though, it doesn't seem that it's going to matter how good any of uh, Representative Gertler's ideas are. Uh, he'll have an uphill battle on anything he sponsors just simply because he doesn't go along to get along, and that's that's just that's just a shame. And it's the very reason that I'm a part of the Libertarian Party of Georgia. And I can't bring myself to join the Republican Party just to win. Because is it really winning if you're attacked from within your party? Is it really winning if you're blocked at, at you know at every angle whenever you try to get anything done? Uh, I, I mean, I don't think so. So I'd rather be on the outside looking in and keep on fighting the good fight, the good Libertarian fight um, from the Libertarian Party. So those are the three bills that I wanted to go over for Representative Gertler. Uh, I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Georgia Liberty Cast. And again, apologize for uh, such a long amount of time. We're going to try to get more regular for sure. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on all major podcast providers. And if you'd like to become a member of LP Georgia, head on over to LP Georgia and Georgia spelled out. So L-P-G-E-O-R-G-I-A dot com. And memberships there can be um, purchased with a donation of $3 a month. We do monthly um, or annually for $30. You can also sign up there to learn more about what we're working on or let us know if you'd like to volunteer. Uh, we're always in need of people that are willing to, to put in the work on these things. We want to do lobbying. We want to do outreach. We want to do more writing and more of these podcasts. If you're interested in, in getting into this, doing some research for us or, or just getting boots on the ground, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and with that, I want to thank you, and I uh, hope you guys have a good time. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Libertarian Party of Georgia. The theme song for this episode was Metaltania by Kevin MacLeod, released to the public domain through freepd.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate us and leave a review. You can email the show's producers at podcast at lpgeorgia.com. If you're a libertarian in the state of Georgia, don't forget to find your local affiliate at lpgeorgia.com.